Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Boost Mobile, where you never need a service contract in every plan spot and 99% nationwide coverage. Buy summer skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and order yours today. Buy OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products. gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. At 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, whether it's the Jive Chicken Sandwich or the Double Brisket, we are the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. By M-Drive, you're not too old. Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey, play ACHA Division I in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos. An iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort you make your destination. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of college hockey champions. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans. It's Tuesday night. It's College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you tonight. Night number two in Denver, Colorado. Another glorious, beautiful day. 75 degrees, sunny, barely a breeze. Fantastic. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining us from beautiful Long Island, New York. And, Paul, how are you? Um, you know, it's uh, always good to, to do a show. Uh, it, wasn't, it didn't rain, so that was good, but it wasn't uh, exactly bright and sunny. You know, it wasn't 75 or 85 and sunny where you normally are, you know. Um, well, you know where I normally am? They're getting stormed on tonight, big ah, time. Yeah, I doubt it. But um, <laughs> yeah. I'm in Denver, Colorado. Denver, nice. Once again, the the, the traveling road show is in effect. <laughs> well, I At of course am stuck it in my feet. Road show instead of another kind of show. <laughs> because, well, it's because one of those two, probably. That. But we're not going to go there. That. It could be that too. But. Um, no, me and my traveling partner Pod, we've been we've been having a really good time as we drove 13, 14, however many hours it was yesterday. Got here in time to do the podcast a little bit late. Tonight we're doing it late. It's not because of travel, it's because we've got a fantastic guest coming on tonight. We are talking about somebody who's going to be at and covering the uh, number 1 team in the country against the number 2 team in the country, a uh, Minnesota State alum and the son of our good friend, Pat Micheletti. Alex Micheletti is going to join us tonight. So we're looking forward to that because uh, uh, I told Pat when I texted him today, I said, maybe we should just have Alex on because it's a younger, better, more vibrant, maybe a better hockey player. Well, I see now I, I could relate a story that I heard uh, uh, 
Alex's uncle tell our buddy Jess Myers this morning. I don't. I mean, he didn't say it to him this morning. He, he was taped and delayed. But um, you know, apparently, even despite other familial relations, um, our buddy Pat still says he's the best hockey player in the family. So, well, so I don't. I, I don't know. Do want, I mean, do you want to argue with him? Do you want to? Argue do with I want to argue with him? No. <laughs> well, I, argue? I mean, oh yeah, yeah, we can do that. I don't care. I mean, it, oh. if if you know, if nothing else, um, you know, I'd love to hear this defense. I, he, I mean, it. he could be well, right. Anyway. I don't know, but I want to hear it defended well, in any way. Well, it's going to be. I told him it's going to be double fisting of uh, Micheletti's because we got one on to preview the big game, the number right. one and number two teams in the country. And next week, Pat, to, Pat himself is going to come on and uh, give us the recap and maybe have to defend himself against his son who uh, probably will uh, – ah, Alex is too nice. He's not going to lay down anything on Pat. But anyway. Oh, heck no. Um, what do we, we don't want? that? We want him. <laughs> Listen, when my father was still alive, I'd make fun of him too. Uh, that, that, that doesn't – that does not exempt – uh, anyway, parental we'll, we'll status does not in exempt about, in about 15 minutes or so. We got yeah. stuff to talk about. We, we don't want to yammer on all about. night. We, why, okay. why not? We've done so, it before. Uh, I know, but people don't want to hear us yammer. They just want to well, hear that's us not what uh, I was talk heard. about That's not hockey. what I was told. <laughs> not yammer. They like to hear you rant, but we're not oh. going to get into that tonight because we have way too much hockey stuff to talk about, including where I was today, Magnus Arena. Hadn't been there in years. Uh, looked every bit as familiar to me when I walked through the doors as it had back in 2005, 6, 7, 8, something so, like that. So what um, you're saying is they didn't shut down the borders knowing that you were coming? No, no. Actually, Paul, it was so much fun. Uh, they opened the, the, the whole arena to me with the, just open arms. I mean, uh, Ron, I can't even thank him enough, the SID there, because what he's done is is fantastic. Taking over um, after Matthew McGreevy left um, at the end of last season. So Ron, very experienced in it. Uh, he knows what he's doing, and he took good care of me. Um, oh, that's good. At least one of you had, had a chance to visit with David Carl a little bit and did a feature, a short feature with um, our goaltender. Um, our goaltender, our goaltender, goaltender. How about that, Magnus okay. Corona? I can't call him ours yet, but man, what? A, I, Paul, I love talking to my Swede friends. You know, I've got them in Vegas. I've got them all over the place. But man, oh man, my Swedish friends are fantastic, and, and Magnus did not Latvians. disappoint. <laughs> well, I got my favorite Latvians too, but my Swedes are fantastic. Okay. Uh, and Magnus was great. We had a great little interview that'll be up Friday as part of our uh, From the Goal Out series, our NCAA series. Um, just so everybody knows what's happening in my life and not that they care. Uh, but anyway, I'll be going up to Colorado, uh, University of Colorado in Boulder, that beautiful campus, to, uh, to see them practice at the ACHA level. Yeah. And then coming back to, to Denver, and I'm uh -huh. going to stop in and uh, and visit with Bobby the Blur Brink tomorrow. No. I had a little chance to visit no. with Bobby. No. Just no. And <laughs> no. Just and no. And then when I leave Denver, I'm headed to Colorado Springs, and hopefully we get over to Colorado College. I can look at that uh, Ed Ropes and Arena. We're still trying to pin down times on that. And then mm -hmm. stop in and uh, have a little lunch with my uh, our good friend and our, our cohort, 
uh, Joe Paisley. Cohart, you mean Cohort. So we'll get that done. Cohort. Yeah, Cohort. Yeah. My bad. Cohort. Uh, anyway, so we'll uh, we'll get that done. Then I'm going to come back, and that'll make it uh, Wednesday night. We'll do a podcast here uh, live from my hotel room with the head coach from uh, Colorado, Benny Tolliver, yeah. is going to stop by. That's good. Then uh, Thursday, is, I'm going to get is, up. Is, is your travel partner, Carmen San Diego, <laughs> going to be joining you for this podcast? <laughs> no. You sure? My travel partner. You know my travel partner. It's it's Pod. And Pod was making his appearance everywhere he could. He wanted pictures taken everywhere today. So uh, the path of Pod is now uh, a thing up on yeah, okay. uh, on Twitter. So yeah. anyway, so Thursday, I'm going to make my uh, trip over to uh, northern Denver suburbs. Uh, and I'm going to go to Colorado State, and then I'm going over to watch the Colorado Eagles training camp and visit with my good friend Hunter Miska. And uh, then I'm going to come back here and get a good night's sleep and get prepared for a huge, huge series for ASU for sure. Denver as well, but, man, this is a measuring stick for ASU. If, uh, if they're able to hold their own against Denver, they're, they're good the rest of the way as far as I see it. Well, yeah, I, I'll have to take your word for it because I'm stuck here in my basement and, you know, I'm not getting to see all of this uh, things. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a litmus test for ASU against Denver this weekend. Um, Denver is not only good but pissed at what happened last year. And I don't think they're going to forget it anytime soon. As a matter of fact, I'm sure the coaches are going to make sure they don't forget it. Um, and, Paul, the coach yeah. has made sure of that today. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they've made them aware of it for a while. Although I do have to admit, I was kind of amused listening to uh, David Carl talk about um, how Lindenwood is going to be Division One. They, uh, they have made no announcement, unlike Augustana, who not well, only announced a uh, okay. jump up to stop, Division stop, One, they also announced stop. a groundbreaking for a building. So I stop. don't. So time out. What? Time out. We had Rick Zombo on our show, and he told us right. they were going to Division One. He told no, us no, no, we no, no, no. That's not what he when said. It was going to happen. That's not what he said. Yes, he did. Go back and listen. He said he. I will. He said okay. we hope. <laughs> no, they're going. Everybody you know, knows they're, they're going. It's I have no proof of this. It's just a process, and you got to go no through the process. Uh, do you want me to tell you about a process? Because you and I have been going through a process for fifteen months. So it's yeah. Just well, I understand that. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that that's uh, that's off the record, folks. Uh, in case you were wondering what we're doing. Uh, anyway, um, so I watched Denver practice today. Uh, right. They went really, really hard for about uh, right. an hour and a half, maybe maybe more than that. And um, a couple of times, I heard Coach Carl way up in the uh, the uh, top of the bleachers where I was sitting. Uh, let them have it uh, for intensity and being in the wrong spot and man, oh man. And I'll tell you, if that chip falls off the shoulder of six foot five Magnus Corona, it's going to fall right in my head and take me out because that yeah, chip is huge. Difficult. They all know it. And uh, I'll tell you what though, I, I hate to give away the secret to what he said on the show, but I asked him how far this team could go. And he said, it's not how far we're going to the frozen four. We'll be in the frozen four. And he said it like that with it that away. kind of confidence. You're yeah, that's okay. That's okay. You can hear it right out of his his mouth. Okay. But yeah, it, it, it's fantastic. I, I mean, it's so much fun. The the excitement level uh, for hockey right now is in in just at an all time high level because fans are coming back and 
teams are ready for them, more than ready for them at every level. W at uh, the WCHL that we cover, at the NCAA that we cover, at AHL, at NHL, everybody's excited for it, and that's uh, that's what happens when you come out of a pandemic. So, huh. anyway, uh, um, uh, so we got that going on. Air Force leaves tomorrow afternoon to uh, Michigan, uh, play Michigan State, right uh, on the weekend, and right. of course, Colorado College gets to officially. And don't tell Frank Saratori this, but uh, they get to officially open up Robeson Arena. I don't Arena. have to tell him. He'll, somebody will tell him. I don't have to tell him. Uh, and they officially open it up against St. Lawrence this weekend, and our own Joe Paisley will be there for us, uh, keeping uh, track of everything down there while I'm Frank at Denver. Frank will probably come seek you out and say, uh, I might have to punch you out, but that's just you know me. <laughs> No, he's uh, he's getting on an airplane tomorrow, so he, I, right. I'm safe until a couple of weeks or so. He's back anyway. So anyway, that that's what's going on. Um, let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's talk to the other Micheletti, maybe the best Micheletti. Uh, Alex Micheletti will join us in two minutes as we talk about the number one versus number two matchup, uh, which he will be taking in this weekend. Paul and I will be right back in just about three minutes. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen faceoff. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. 
thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right. Welcome back, hockey fans. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you today on the road in beautiful Denver, Colorado, as I'm parked in my La Quinta suite and uh, getting ready for another great podcast. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out in that beautiful palatial estate, on Long Island, New York, where he probably just has the uh, the servants doing things for him, bringing him cool drinks, and maybe cleaning up the backyard or garage or whatever it might be. But what Paul, about you? I'm not um, you. I don't. I don't have all these luxuries. <laughs> I don't even have a window in my basement. You have a basement? Yeah, without yeah, a window. A basement. They don't let me out of the basement except to go to work. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, um, as I announced earlier in the show, we've got a great guest tonight. We've got another Micheletti. So we're going to, as I told his father this today when I texted him, I said, how about if we double fist the Michelettis and we have uh, one on prior to the number one versus number two matchup, and we have a second one, um, eh, the older one. How about that? Uh, on the uh, the recap next Tuesday night. So it's our pleasure to welcome in uh, the uh, – podcast voice of the newest podcast i think in minnesota mnncaa covering all six teams uh uh in division one hockey and also a contributor to the wild podcast as well so uh alex if you're there go ahead and tap one of those uh, great call-in buttons and we'll get you connected and uh start talking some hockey with you well see we, we're making alex have the tough job because he's got to kind of predict what's going to happen dad gets to talk about what, what did happen, did happen. Perfect. I think I'm on. I think I figured it out. You're on. You're on, Alex. Awesome. Scott and Paul with you tonight. Yes. Uh, First of all, thanks for coming on, and how are you? Good, good. Uh, Yeah, uh, this is the best time of the year. Uh, So looking forward uh, to being back in a college hockey rink. I get to go down uh, on Friday uh, to Mankato to my alma mater um, and uh, be back in a a full-packed arena. It's going to be so much fun. one versus two in the country. So, I mean, you really couldn't ask for, for a better uh, um, college hockey, um, you know, weekend for sure, one versus two. Well, it's it's Alex, been a – Hold on one second, Paul. Hold on one second. I got to give Alex a proper introduction here. I, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Alex, Paul's out on Long Island, so he's trying to rush everything along because he's tired. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, uh, I'm a northern Minnesota boy, and I joke oh, because go. I never got invited. <laughs> I never got invited to the Micheletti household because I think you guys were out of bedrooms before you were born and, <laughs> and, and stuff up there. But um, uh, your dad and I go way back. Uh, I watched you play for a long time, and, and we're roughly the same age. And I, I jumped all over it when, when you got involved in social media uh, when your dad was having the, uh, the kidney uh, transplant. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought you did a fantastic job. So before we get deep into things here, I want you to tell us just how proud you are of him and, and his battle uh, for survival, really. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, you know, I'm, I'm so happy uh, to have him around uh, still. Um, you know, he's, he's 
I, I, I wouldn't know what I, I would do without him. Uh, you know, he's an amazing dad and, uh, it's fun, fun to see him, uh, uh announcing all these games and, and, you know, getting more and more opportunities. So that, you know, that's so much fun. And, uh, you know, to get the kidney from his brother, um, you know, is amazing. You know, it's, uh, it's a huge family. And so, uh, for his brother to, to, to donate a kidney says what, you know, what all my uh, uh, last name is about and, and how family is, is so important. So um, yeah, it's an amazing battle. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's, it's incredible. It's so nice to have the, you know, the best hospital in the world an hour away in Rochester. You know, he got it at the Mayo clinic. And so, yeah, um, you know, it's, it's so much fun. And uh, uh, in my, uh, in my daytime job, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, in medical insurance and we, uh, uh, we do the insurance for the Mayo Clinic employees, so it's almost like I'm giving back uh, to the to the hospital that that helped out my dad. So um, yeah, it's fun uh, uh, fun to go to games with them. Uh, it's there's nothing better than than being at the rink at my dad and uh, with my dad and, and being up in the press box and uh, getting to talk hockey with all the hockey people that that show up in press boxes and scouts and and, and former former players and coaches that you know coached uh against my dad or coached my dad and or you know guys that played against my dad and hear all the all the old hockey stories it's 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 nothing better uh than than hearing uh hearing hockey guys talk about hockey and and all the all the classic games and practices and off ice stuff it's there's nothing better for sure uh, enjoy every single moment of it because uh you never know you 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 know that it could be it could go away at any moment so right enjoy every moment of it and the old uh, the off ice stories are the ones we want to hear we don't really care too much of, as much about the on ice stories because those can only go so far for sure yes yep i agree it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's good good to laugh about the game of hockey and uh, everything that comes with it for sure okay so alex you got uh six ncaa division one teams in the state of hockey did you ever think that that was even going to happen yeah, it's in uh, and to see the success they had in the NCAA tournament, getting five in, in last year was uh, was incredible. Um, you know, with St. Thomas, uh, with their with the su- uh, success of their football team, it really it caused it caused their uh, their um, division uh, three team, you know schools. Um, or, you know, to kick them out of their league. And so uh, they were looking to, you know, that really, you know, spurred them to go D1 in all their sports and to, to get hockey now is, is incredible. And to get a coach like Rico Blase is, is big time because, you know, he's had a lot of success in college hockey and, and uh, can really build a program and, you know, look what he did with the brotherhood in Miami. Um, and so uh, we're really fortunate to have the, the coaches that we do here in Minnesota, it's just incredible. Mike, Mike Hastings has turned Mankato into a powerhouse um, from being at the bottom of the WCHA uh, to the top of the WCHA and now the top of the CCHA and number one team in the country. You got Bob Motzko, uh, you know, bringing uh, Minnesota back to, to where they should be. Um, I think this is going to be the best team he's ever had. Um, St. Cloud just, you know, Brett Larson continuing the success that, uh, that Bob had up at St. Cloud and then Sandlin, what more can you say? <laughs> Multiple national champions, uh, ships and, uh, and, you know, Tom Saratori, uh, you know, the, the history he's had at Bemidji, um, what a, what a coach he is. Um, so 
yeah, some some amazing coaches uh, in the state of Minnesota for college hockey, and not only not only the coaches, but the uh, I would say the best players in the country too. I'm um, just seeing all the all the Minnesota kids on all these teams and the success they've had. By the way, I just want to say I think it's hysterical that that St. Thomas got kicked out of their league for being too good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I, 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 I. I it, just because we started with that, I mean, it, to, to me, that's like, really, you're going to kick out a team that's too good? That would be like, uh, I just that's that's just insane. I mean, uh, wow. yeah, I don't think I don't think without the success of their football team, you know, we'd be here, um, you know, because that that spurheaded them. They, um, you know, they had always thought about going D one, but <laughs> you get kicked out of your conference. What are you going to do? And so. Um, you know, they have the resources, um, to, to, you know, uh, BD one, uh, you know, once, once they get a rank two, um, you know, I think that's going to help them in recruiting even more, um, because it's great education and, you know, great coaching staff for sure. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's actually been quite a start to the college hockey season Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with Minnesota state going to UMass. Now, obviously teams lose players every year. But still, to go to the defending national champions uh, opening weekend, the banner raising, the whole thing, and they didn't just win; they spanked them, and sets sets up a one versus two matchup. That's a pretty good one-two punch for an opening weekend. Oh yeah, you couldn't couldn't ask for for a better matchup, and just both teams are loaded, um, and and two incredible goalies in Dryden McKay and David Rennick, um, an LA Kings draft pick, um, you know two amazing coaching staffs on both sides. It's going to be a chess match uh, between the two. Uh, both teams had really high scoring weekends. Um, I don't expect that this weekend, just uh, based on the goal, both goaltenders. Uh, but you know, you never know, especially after, after this week and starting off so off so well. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be, be really fun to watch that, that goaltender matchup. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'm a, you know, a Mankato fan, obviously, but uh uh, St. Cloud has a couple of uh, Minnesota Wild draft picks, um, especially a high, uh, really high on the second round uh, draft pick, uh, Jack Pert, who's from Grand Rapids. Uh, so another <laughs> a northern Minnesota kid. Um, you know, he had two assists this past weekend. So it'd be really fun to watch him. And uh, Mankato's got a couple of uh, NHL draft picks in Nathan Smith, um, a kid from Tampa, Florida, who's a Winnipeg, you know, Winnipeg Jets uh, draftee. Um, it's incredible to see the game of college hockey and, you know, where, you know, where kids are being found, um, you know, in non-traditional markets. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching Nathan Smith in person again. He's an incredible player. Um, they also have a kid named Julian Napravnik from uh, Germany, uh, who's going to be a highly sought after college free agent. Um, yeah, the kid can really score the puck and, uh, he's the last, the German pipe, uh, pipeline that Mankato's had, uh, Mark Michaelis, uh, who's on the team a couple years ago, is uh, is in the or made it to the NHL and is in the, in the Maple Leafs organization. Um, and then you got a kid named Parker Toomey, uh, who's uh, back in Germany playing pro hockey. So, yeah, it's fun. Uh, you know, both teams have recruited tremendously and have uh, have used both teams have used the transfer portal. Mankato's got a New Hampshire transfer, a Michigan transfer, and a Clarkson transfer. And so, yeah, it's. Uh, with uh, with COVID, it's uh, it's been interesting to see the movement in college hockey. Uh, it's incredible. Um, you know, team guys are moving all over. Um, so, 
uh, it's definitely something to, to keep an eye out for the at least the next couple of years and you know, see if that rule sticks or not for sure. Well, the, 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 I mean, I would assume that the portal is here to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and I think that the, the reverb from this is going to go another three or four years because of all the kids that get are, that are getting pushed down because players aren't leaving. Yeah, it's 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 really too bad, especially for a league like the NAHL, uh, where a lot of kids stay until they're 21, um, you know, to make it to to college hockey. You know, I mean, a lot of those kids are going to probably have to go the D3 route instead of D1, which which is too bad um, because um, you see a lot of kids from that league, uh, you know, late bloomers, um, and they develop, you know, four years and they can still make it to the NHL. So yeah, it's uh, we're def. Definitely the, the junior teams are going to see an effect for sure, I think. You know, and hopefully, um, you know, Robert Morris comes back next year. That gives you another 20-plus lockers. And Alaska is supposed to come uh, – Anchor, uh, Anchorage is supposed to come back next year. That is another 20-plus lockers. Um, you know, a couple of years down the road, uh, Augustana, which officially announced that, you know, they're moving up to D1 uh, in a couple in, – in, in two years. Um, you know, so, I mean, hopefully and Linden more Wood this year, who, what Linden Wood next season. I haven't heard them announce anything in Missouri. Yeah. that's. I uh, haven't heard them announce anything. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, 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 stay naive. Just stay naive. It works out well. Um, <laughs> uh, so Alex, uh, the other question is not only is it crazy to think of six NCAA division one programs in one state, but you also touch three different conferences. You have the Big Ten, you have the CCHA, and you have the NCHC. Um, how crazy is that? I mean, because I was at Denver's practice today, and uh, Magnus Corona, uh, I was when I was doing my interview with him, he jumped right out and said, hey, the NCHC is the best conference in hockey, bar none. Uh, <laughs> I think there's some debate there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, really? Uh, uh, well, I think, I think this is – this is going to be the best best year of, of Big Ten hockey, I think. Um, just looking at a team like Michigan, uh, with all the first round draft picks that they have, uh, that that team is incredible. I, I saw some of the highlights they against Bowling Green, and it, it looks like a freaking all star team out there. Um, and then you know Minnesota is going to be absolutely loaded. You know, the bringing back Lafontaine was was gigantic for them, and Wisconsin's always good. Um, but you know the NCHC, the top the top two, uh, Denver. Denver, St. Cloud, and and UND is a, uh, and then UMD. That's that's pretty pretty darn good uh, for sure. Um, so it, I think it'll be close. And and don't forget Omaha. I mean, yeah, you know they were to me the surprise team last year, and I, I don't. I mean, they might slip because the other because Denver's gotten better, or at least will have a better season. But so I mean, you're talking about five teams and six if you want to include western michigan that if they if any of those teams made a run nobody would be surprised no i uh, uh yeah i picked uh i am picking north dakota to win the nchc i know i got a lot of flack wow you wow uh, you did, you got- <laughs> I just, uh, I just, I just, and, and your there. dad didn't disown you on that one. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I just, uh, I, I like how Bradbury, uh, you know, gets his teams, uh, you know, going in the way he recruits. Um, you know, I, I think, 
watching a kid like Jake Sanderson, I think he's the best defenseman in college hockey. Um, you know, even better than Owen Power. Um, you know, I just, um, you know, like, uh, like the pedigree, the family he comes from, uh, his dad, you know, being in the NHL for a long time and, uh, just the way he moves the puck and, and, you know, can shut down, uh, top, top forwards too. So yeah, watch out, watch out for North Dakota. If they can get the goaltending, I, I think they'll be right there with, uh, with Denver. Well, listen, if you're going to tell me that I have to suffer and take Owen Power because you took Jake Sanderson, <laughs> I'm not exactly going to be crying well, in my beer. It also, uh, uh, poor, poor Owen has to stand up in that Buffalo organization. Which well, that's a different, well, I mean, with, with that's yeah. a diff- that Wait. is a completely different discussion, Alex. Right, I right. mean, you know. Alex, what he might man. be the first four, the number one pick to be, be in college for four years because it's more fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, just try to be a free oh agent and not, not have to end up there. My oh, my God. Could, you and, know what the scary the, part about that NIL, is? He might as well collect money, too. <laughs> yeah, no no doubt. Uh, yeah, get that, get that uh, you know, play, play an amazing uh, uh, team and get paid for it, too. My, my, you know, might as well cash in as much as you possibly can. You know what the scary part about that comment is, guys? Uh, I could see that happening. I could too. It really I, is. I, I could uh, see it happening where he's like, "Why do I want to go play there? What do I yeah, want to do that for?" He's super young still, and you know, by the time he's a free agent, what he's he'd only be 22, 23. and so I mean, that's that's still plenty of time in the NHL, and uh, you know, ha- have fun with your buddies in, in college and play Big oh Ten my hockey. Lord. I mean, doesn't doesn't sound it sounds a lot better than uh you know ending <laughs> up in Buffalo and being in last place and no one showing up to your games, you know. And being in Buffalo. Yeah, and being in <laughs> Buffalo, miserable <laughs> Buffalo. Or having I've, got to you know, to maybe play in the AHL and, and take bus bus rides. No no thanks. Well <laughs> oh no, that's right. That Buffalo's not the AHL. Sorry. Um yeah, pretty much, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so I, I want to ask you this, Alex. Um, uh, you spent some time, as you said, as an alma mater at, uh, or as an alum yeah. of uh, Minnesota State Mankato. And I like the way you can say Mankato because, Paul, I, I got to get on Paul in these Minnesota schools. You can say <laughs> Mankato. You can, you can say the Ralph, right, at Ralph Engel Center. Yeah, no. call it the Ralph. No. <laughs> no. I have to whoop him all the time, Alex. No. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, when you're at Mankato, and, and I had a chance to watch them play last year when I came from the frozen face-off, I stopped in and watched their uh, their tournament game where they lost, unfortunately, to uh, Northern Michigan. But um, when I was talking to your your good friend and maybe even mentor, Paul Allen, uh, he was telling me, I said, what was the biggest change that, that Mike Hastings made? And he said, do you want to know the truth? Get your jacket because he made it colder in this building. Uh, <laughs> any truth to that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, uh, I think <laughs> maybe, but, uh, you know, I, I think he just brought a, you know, different mentality, um, you know, you know, letting, you know, telling these guys that they can be a winner in Mankato. Um, you know, the, you know, the conference change definitely helped, um, but uh, uh, recruiting differently, recruiting better. Um, you know, they, uh, they use the, the Canadian leagues a lot in, uh, and with uh, Judding, um, you know, and Hastings came from the USHL, uh, and when he took over, um, you know, majority of their uh, of their guys are from the USHL, and I just think you know the the best players come come from that league, um, and they also started to recruit older guys. Um, they've they've found a lot of diamond in the roughs, 
you know, uh, you know, they've, they've found non-traditional guys like a Nathan Smith um, and uh, uh, who I think is probably going to end up being one of the leading um, scorers in college hockey this year, just based on, based on his usage and, and the start he's had. But uh, yeah, um, you know, and, and uh, I think, uh, another big thing was was keeping the coaching staff that that um, Judding had before him in Todd Cannot um, and Darren Blue, who's who's moved on. But uh, um, I think you know um, having stability um, really helped him get off to a um, you know a great start. Um, and then uh, just just his coaching style, um, you know, relentless, um, an amazing defensive structure. They normally out you know. I'll, I'll shoot teams every game, uh, which is, which is incredible and limits, limits the chances, you know, on, you know, like, especially on Saturday, uh, Dryden McKay, he had you know, 18 saves, you know, <laughs> that's not a ton of shots in college hockey. So it's, uh, it's amazing what he's done. Uh, you know, he's really energized the community, um, and has made it a packed house every night. And, uh, um, you know, he's, the, what he's done with uh, with uh, with the non-conference scheduling too, it's incredible. Um, you go UMass into St. Cloud, and then uh, this icebreaker tournament the following weekend in Duluth. Uh, they're going to play Providence, which is always a top team in the East, and then the second game is either UMD or Michigan. So I mean, it's 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 incredible. They're playing the top of the top, and you know it uh, it helps uh, pairwise time come uh, come April for sure. Now, let me ask you a question because obviously I'm not there. Uh, yeah. I don't. I'm not the world traveler that Scott is. <laughs> um, getting that first tournament win last year. Now they didn't win the national championship last year. They came, you know, they got to the Frozen Four. But how much of that burden being off has made a difference going into this season? I know it's early, but you still have to have a feel for the program. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's incredible in the way they did it too. Um, because I was watching that, uh, Quinnipiac game with my dad and I was just demoralized when, uh, when Quinnipiac, uh, took, uh, took a two goal lead. Um, right. just, uh, um, you know, the way they were playing and the way their goaltender was, was, you know, looked like he was just, you know, not, you know, not going to let in anything. Um, and then, um, you know, they had an incredible third period in, in took over, um, and, you know, a guy like Ryan Sandlin <laughs> made an incredible play. Um, you know, it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing celebration, uh, amazing for, for the alumni, for the, um, for the team and, and the fans as well, uh, knowing that they finally, finally got that first W and, uh, you know, I think the loss to St. Cloud really put a chip on their shoulder too. Um, and, you know, I think that, that really motivated um, a guy like Dryden McKay to not getting the, the Richter trophy um, when he had an incredible season, uh, one of the best uh, seasons in college hockey. I mean, the guy is one, one shutout away from tying an NCAA record and, and Ryan Miller in 26 shutouts. And uh, no matter who you're playing, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. 20, 25 shutouts in, in your career in college hockey is, is absolutely incredible. Um, and, you know, I think, uh, I think sweeping, uh, sweeping the number one team and defending champs in the in their building with with full crowds, uh, really uh, really gives them full confidence, uh, especially coming in uh, against an amazing team like St. Cloud and a really tough matchup and uh, a team they you know that beat them in the in the in the Frozen Four. So uh, you know, talk about a, a, an amazing way to to get some re- in uh, revenge and and have it be at their at their home barn for sure. 
Well, listen, if if you look at it, and this thought just dropped into my head, um, it's certainly uh, scheduling those two games at UMass uh, before playing at before playing St. Cloud. It definitely is a way to make sure you're not looking ahead. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, Hastings when he was previewing the series, he's like, uh, it made a lot of sense four four months ago, but now that when, when it came up, uh, uh, it's a little terrifying. But they, uh, yeah. they they went out there and, and showed it. And uh, you know, anytime you got a guy like Dryden McKay in the in the net, um, you know that uh, gives you an advantage over a lot of teams, even the top teams. Uh, and uh, um, the depth they have is incredible. And, you know, bringing back a couple of their seniors and Reggie Lutz and uh, Jack McNeely was huge. Um, you got that leadership um, and uh, having a guy like Nathan Smith, uh, anytime he touches the puck, he can score. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a, a very exciting uh, series. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be heavy hitting. Uh, both teams are, uh, are really um, are, are, are older for college hockey and they got some some big guys uh, on the back end, both teams. So. Um, I expect to see a lot of scouts in the building for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, uh, well, they'll have a full student section. Uh, you can, uh, you can drink at, at, at the Mankato games. So, uh, that should, uh, rile up both fan bases and, uh, well, that makes yeah. a difference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Uh, really? if you've ever, if you've, <laughs> if you've ever been to a Mankato game, uh, when they score, they play the old lay song and get, uh, get the cowbell going. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it can get rowdy in, in downtown Mankato for sure. I am absolutely shocked that the presence of alcohol <laughs> makes things a little bit different in the building. I am totally shocked. Uh, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Um, we so, get- so Alex, hold on a second. We got to start talking a little bit about some other stuff too here. Why? <laughs> uh, listen, I, I, I want to say, Alex you know, listen, going- I'm just saying, you know, the one time I got to see Minnesota State play live was the last time I was in Tempe, and you know, McKay was a freshman and and yeah. kicking everybody's butt in that in in that you know that weekend series there with the little tournament, the little tournament, tournament there, yep, yeah, with ASU and uh, Clarkson UMD. and and was wasn't it Clarkson? Clarkson UMD. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It was yep. you? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't. I gotta. Remember. I gotta bring up one name with you guys. Is Is Johnny Walker ever gonna graduate from college? I mean, he's listen, the no, listen, listen, time. Alex. Listen. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, I didn't want to graduate from college. They made me leave. Right. Right. Um. You know, and that you was know, after I, eight years and no masters. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want. Hey, and he, and he's going to Arizona State. Not 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 too bad of a place. To, yeah. No, I was there. Yeah, yeah. So. Like Scott said, I was there for a lot of years. They made me leave. So we're <laughs> sick and tired. You get the hell out. Okay, go. So Alex, I want to ask you this because you see a lot of college hockey yep. again. I'm getting back to the six, the six teams in in one state. But Arizona State's got a bit of a dilemma. Not really a dilemma, but a bit of a dilemma. Let's put it that way. New building is going to open up next fall. Um, the Big Ten schools have all committed to go down there at some point over the next couple of years and and play games there. Uh, the question that's been asked since uh, the inception of the program is, uh, do they need to find a conference? Can they continue to play um, as a independent? And we had Coach Territory on Sunday night, and he told us that if there was one place that could continue as an independent, it was Arizona State because of being in a, a – you know, uh, a large university and in a 
warm weather climate. They'd have no problem scheduling non-conference games. But you've seen all this now, and you talked about Mankato and the conference realignment and things like that. Um, is it important, do you think, for Arizona State to find a conference somewhere, or would they uh, be better off for uh, for a while staying independent? You know, I think I think it's important to find a, a conference. Um, that's just my opinion. I think you know to get some stability. Um, for whatever reason, I the NCHC doesn't want want them in. I don't know why, um, but uh, uh, they said the same thing to Mankato. So I don't, you know, I think Mankato deserved a ch- chance to be in that conference. But uh, um, you know, um, it seems like the Big Ten is more willing. So that's that's a conference to keep an eye on for for Arizona State. I think and once they uh, once they have the rink, uh, you know, I think the Big Ten will be. Uh, you know, come calling, you know, especially with, uh, with Notre Dame in there. Um, so, you know, I think, I think they would love to have another team, team join and, and help out, uh, with them, uh, you know, cause you know, Arizona States, uh, you know, they're right on the brink of being an NCAA team or, you know, or, you know, being in. And so that, that can always help with, uh, with the pairwise and everything. And it's, uh, uh, it's pretty cool that, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of their team, they're getting a lot of former NHL, uh, you know, um, of their, you know, the sons of, of dads uh, joining and uh, seen, <laughs> seen Adone, uh, Adone join that team and the success he had his first uh, first weekend in college hockey was pretty cool and I know there's a Niedermeyer on there too. So yeah, he's yeah. going to make his debut this weekend here in Denver, so that'll be good. Oh yeah. Uh, I yeah. want to ask you this though, as a Minnesota native, I asked your dad yeah. this too when we had him on a show because me being a Minnesota native, but being departed for 30 plus years. Yep. Um, I, I asked your dad being a gopher. I said, when Arizona state comes to town and I've seen all their games there that they played in Minnesota, I don't think I've ever seen Minnesota get more up for a hockey game than to just pound Arizona state. Um, is there something about that? I mean, if Arizona State should get in the Big Ten and, you know, in in Big Ten terms, God forbid, win that tournament, <laughs> um, would, would there be an uprising for that? I mean, and I'm not being mean here. I'm just saying, like, it seems to me like the Big Ten schools, the, the administrations want Arizona State, but and maybe the coaches do too, but I don't think um, a lot of other people really want to see Arizona State in that conference. Yeah, well, if my memory serves me right, wasn't it Jacob Wilson that had a gigantic hit in that in that over yeah, series? Never left his feet. That caused after uh, the contact. Yeah, no, I'm just saying it. It uh, it caused chaos. Yeah. I think that uh, that upset the go- the Gophers a little bit, and so that's why they wanted to. What doesn't upset them? them? <laughs> exactly. What, seriously, what doesn't upset? It's, it's one thing I listen. I, I, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say I have deep rooted ties to college hockey. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I started following the game much closer a few years before ASU had their program. Mm-hmm. Okay, and 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 obviously as an alum, uh, I started following things much closer since then and doing the podcast and stuff. Um, but when do Gopher fans not have a problem with something? Very true. I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they uh, they complained about uh, with the NCAA tournament uh, not having a day in between, and so uh, you know I think. You know that. Um, How that's that work? Gonna, that <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's really going to frustrate fans, though, because you know now they have to spend an extra day in a hotel, you know, and there's not a game, uh, which which is too bad. But uh, um, you know, everybody, I thought everybody still had. I mean, I mean, Mankato had to play in overtime too. You know, so you just 
you got to fight through the elements a little bit. <laughs> you know, that, uh, you know, that I don't think that really had a factor in the Mankato game. Mankato just kicked their butts. You know, yeah. if you can't even score, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's a, that's a problem on your team, you know? Well, uh, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I just, you know, if, if, it, and, and I know I'm probably going to get people mad listening, yeah. to, you know, listening. Uh, oh, where are the gophers? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Seriously, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 if I'm thinking about conferences, I, you know, I, I, if I'm Arizona state, I try to get into the big 10, uh, you know, the big 10 with, with their TV contracts too, that can bring in a ton of money to Arizona state. And, uh, you know, I think it'd be a good TV market too. And, uh, um, you know, that's what they're all, all trying to look for. You know, that's, that's why they brought Rutgers in for, for football is oh, to yeah. get that, get that East coast, uh, market. Uh, so yeah, it'd be fun, fun to see Arizona state in the big 10, but like you said, maybe some of these, some of these teams don't want it, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think they would love to <laughs> love to be in there in, in the winter. For sure. <laughs> well, okay, but first of all, I will yeah. say this, and I've made this opinion known uh, plenty of times on on, on this podcast. Uh, I think that strictly from a hockey perspective, they're better off in the NCHC. Okay. But I don't write the checks, and I don't try to get checks from boosters who want to see who don't want to who don't want to see Miami of Ohio. They want to see Ohio State. Right. They don't want to see, um, you know, they don't want to see um, St. Cloud. They want to see Minnesota or they want to sure. see Wisconsin. Okay. Even though, yep. like I said, from a hockey perspective, I think they're better off in the NCHC. But yeah, that, that conference, I don't know what is up. They don't, they want to, they don't seem like they want to expand or, um, or they're just waiting and waiting. Well, listen, yeah. I, if, if you want to sit there and tell me, People were waiting for ASU to get a building going. I can understand that, right? Um, as far as the Big Ten is concerned, uh, shouldn't this be about the time where the Illinois rumors start up again? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they what they they uh, they were waiting. What was it like? Uh, Jimmy John's or some like sandwich place was going to help uh, you know give them a ton of money? But yeah, it's it's incredible that they haven't. Uh, they haven't found more like because look at the success of uh, of uh, junior hockey in Iowa. Um, I'm just shocked that uh, that um, you know that the University of Iowa hasn't hasn't gone D1. Um, and they have a building. And, yeah, and uh, I mean, I know uh, I know uh, the you know Chicago is a little bit away from uh, the campus of, of of Illinois, but look at the success that the Black Blackhawks have had. They They've also have a lot of successful junior programs um, in the state yeah. of Illinois, and a lot of uh, a lot of D one guys come from from Illinois. So that I'm just it's it's just shocking that you know neither of those schools have, have added yet for sure. Okay, okay I, mean, I, got, I got two. Hold on a second, Paul. I got two <laughs> final ones here because we're sure. running out of time. Um, here, here's my two final ones. Number one, Arizona State this year is going to play three of those six Minnesota schools. They're coming yep. to Minnesota State Mankato in uh, late January. How the heck that turned out that way, that's I don't know. Stupid. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's going to be interesting. And, and then uh, they're bringing Bemidji State and St. Thomas to Tempe uh, this uh, this season. So. Kind of a nice little connection there. My first question to you is: Are you going to make one of those trips? 
<laughs> oh, I'll be, I mean, I'll be, I'll, I'll definitely try to go to the the Arizona State uh, Mankato series. That that should be no, fun. I'm, I'm talking about. Can't we get you and your oh. and your dad to come down oh. and maybe go St. Thomas or yeah, or would... maybe Bemidji State or something and spend a little time in the sun? That would be a lot of fun. I've been to, I've been to Tempe a couple of years ago for for a bachelor trip and uh, went to the uh, uh, waste management open and yeah, I love oh, uh, love yeah love that area for sure. It'd be be fun to get back down. Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen, and my okay. final one for okay. you is: uh, Are are you and your dad going to ride together to uh, to this weekend series? Yes. Yep. Yep. I'm getting off <laughs> uh, getting off work early and uh, we're heading down to the key tell- city and getting back down to the five hundred seven. Yep. Should be fun. Tell 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 everybody you're the alum and who does he do the color analyst for? Yeah, he's uh, he's doing it for St. Cloud, so you know that's uh, it's always I love it. Listen, I love it. It's always interesting. Don't don't if we don't, can get Uncle Joe in there to uh, stand between you two, that'd be great. Don't yes. pay any attention to him because uh, my dad w- rooted for that team in Manhattan all his life, and he still can't. You know, until the day he was gone, he couldn't figure out why I root for the team on Long Island. So <laughs> you know, hey, well, it's it's uh, it's kind of incredible how. Uh, how the Islanders have, uh, have kind of overtaken, uh, the, you know, in the state of New York, as far as uh, success lately, uh, we'll see, we'll see yeah, if, uh, we'll okay see if the Rangers, that. yeah, we'll see if the Rangers can, uh, can get back there with, uh, with Panarin and, uh, and Sabina Jad and company, but and, and uh, don't forget Ryan Reeves. <laughs> you know? yeah, wait, wait. Oh man. By the way. Uh, yeah. That, uh, you know, it's, it's incredible that they had to go, pick him up just because of tom wilson you know? it's great oh wow it really yeah. listen by the way not for nothing but uh, it, aren't teams supposed to go to tempe in january instead of the other way around yeah <laughs> i mean seriously uh especially in mankato i mean uh it uh it gets brutal brutal uh out there in january for sure uh i remember when i was in college uh they were playing North Dakota and there was a blizzard and they had to postpone the, the Saturday game to Sunday. Um, and so that, it was, it was, you know, cause the teams were practically snowed in. And so that was, that was interesting experience for sure. It's going to be, it's going to be extremely cold. It'll be funny to oh. see all those, uh, all those guys I'm up just, here. Oh. I'm surprised that, that Mike Hastings didn't want to make that the outdoor game. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, I can't. I can't wait for that too. That's gonna be be something. They're gonna be playing it in the in the football stadium uh, on campus, and so uh, you know, because the, the the arena's off campus, um, so it'll be be fun to have it right right on top there on campus and and playing St. Thomas. <laughs> Poor St. Thomas. It's probably gonna be a tough one, but you never know with, with the elements, and uh, it's gonna be fun. They're gonna be having an alumni game too, so. I'm sure David Backus will play and Ryan Carter. And so, yeah, it'll be fun, fun to see those guys um, suit up for sure too. Okay. I'm going to see Denver and ASU. And okay. uh, I think ASU is, is uh, really has a litmus test that they have to uh, pass uh, against Denver because Denver uh, looks really, really good from what I've seen so far, but I want a prediction out of you. Now don't be a Homer <laughs> number one and number two, who's it going to be this weekend? Yeah, I uh, so I just did a, I just did a Saint Cloud podcast and I uh, I went with the split. I'm uh, I said that Mankato will win uh, t- two to one on on Friday. 
uh, just, you know, being back first time being back in that, in that rink with a full barn, I think that's going to just bring the energy through the roof. And I, I, I think on Saturday, St. Cloud ends up winning three to two. So I, I, I see a split for sure. These teams are too good to have a sweep either way. You, you're, you're working for hospital for, for, uh, insurance company. You should be running for politics with that. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm we just, got we got to let you we got to let you wait, go on wait, this. Wait, hold one. on, I got one more okay. question. Sure. Okay. All right. Now, there's no question that uh, Minnesota State is the CCHA favorite. What team do you think can threaten them? Yeah, for um, the, at least the regular season title anyway. Yeah, uh, Bemidji for sure. Um they the way the way uh, Saratori coaches, um, when they get a lead, uh, there you can you can see you know just you know just like last year when they played Wisconsin, um, you know they just suck the life out of you. Um, <laughs> they remind me of the old wild teams with Jock Lemaire, um, just based on their on their structure. Um, they don't have as you know as you know talented as Mankato, but when they get a lead, they don't give it up. Um, so I, I would definitely say Bemidji, and I think. Uh, Bemidji's going to be right there um, come uh, NCAA tournament time. All right, Alex, give us a, a shout out to uh, your newest podcast and uh, and the one you contribute to. Yeah, uh, we just uh, we just started a uh, Minnesota College Hockey podcast, uh, MNNCAA. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun. Where we got uh, guys covering um, all six teams, and uh, uh, you know, going to uh, recap and preview the the weekends. So that that's a lot of fun. And also have joined uh, a growing uh, Minnesota Wild podcast, Locked on Wild. It's part of the Locked on uh, network of, of podcasts. So, you know, that's a lot of fun uh, and going to be doing that on Mondays, uh, reviewing the, um, the weekend in the NHL. So uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, Wild have a uh, uh, really fun season coming up here, and uh, finally the return of Kirill Kaprizov. Um, so, uh, yeah, the the panic is is over here in the state of hockey. Uh, we got we got our Russian. We got him locked in for at least five years, and uh, don't have to worry like Vancouver fans with Elias Pettersson only getting three years. So we got at least have at least have five years to keep him happy, and then and then we'll see uh, see if we can. Keep giving him some more help, maybe some more Russians uh, to keep him happy, and uh, yeah, we'll see see where the wild go. Well, the don't worry have about to wait uh, the, Vancouver. The salary cap goes up. Yeah, no, don't worry about Vancouver though, because they got Oliver Ekman Larson now. They're in great shape. Oh man, that what, a, what a contract! In that was what tongue a, in cheek. What a contract <laughs> to pick up, and then uh, then the Coyotes get uh, you know get Beagle and Louis Erickson. Ugh, you know, and, and, and let me tell you this. I went to the Coyotes game the other night. I know it's only preseason, but there were some guys that looked really rejuvenated, and I, and I think the pressure is off them. Uh, Shane Gostaspear, for one, looked looked like he was just like they'd taken 500 pounds off his back. Louis Erickson looked good. Uh, Russell looked good. They, I mean, I think that maybe they're not going to be as bad as they think because they're just playing free and loose, but they're not going to be able to compete in, in the Central Division. Right. No, I mean, good luck. I mean, well, uh, you know, if out of any player in the NHL, Phil Kessel, that, I mean, that was the perfect landing spot for him. He has no, he, you know, no media pressure. And, uh, like, Shane like, Wright, said, baby. Shane um, Wright. 
Yes, that's that's what. Yeah, it'll be a battle between them and, and Buffalo. I hope he does not end up in Buffalo just for his sake, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah. At least at least if you think the Coyotes are as dysfunctional as the Sabers, at least it's not Buffalo. Oh man! It- <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we yeah. we could go on for hours, but I know you've already done one show, and we appreciate yeah. you coming on and doing this one. And we're gonna have your dad on next Tuesday to kind of recap this number one versus number two. So have a great weekend, okay? Yes, yep. Enjoy, I would love, Alex. love love to come back on with you guys again, and uh, anytime. Yeah, give my dad some crap uh, next week. So. Oh well, yeah, well, I'm I'm good at that. that. That's normal. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thank All you guys, right, so Alex much. Micheletti. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Paul and I will be back in about two minutes to wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere. From the start of the season, leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Stranded, you joining you from Denver, Colorado tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on Long Island, New York. And, uh, Paul, uh, you know the drill. I heard something. You heard something. What did you hear from Alex Piccoletti? Well, I, I, I wrote it to you in the little chat box. Yeah, I if saw it. Noted. <laughs> I mean, uh, like I said, let, let let's get the whole family on, and let's and let's just let and, and just go. Let's do it. I, like I said, I'll, I'll. How do we pay for the extra time that night? That's that's pretty much what I want to know. <laughs> uh, we got to keep people coming back, though. We'll, uh, everybody wants to hear more when you have them on. That's why if people uh, don't want to hear. Pat's side of things next Tuesday. Um, there's something wrong with you. And uh, well, that's my point. I want to. I want the whole family on. on. That's what I'm saying. We get the whole get family on. on. Have a big giant Micheletti roundtable, and let's go. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, love, I love it. Now um, we. It, I I know that people uh, have a tendency to to longevity has a tendency to make people tune out. There's no there. There's no way that that. Uh, that I mean that that would be an easy two-hour podcast. I know it would be an easy one, but you got to get somebody who's got two hours to sit down. They don't have lives like ours. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they have actually have lives, but that's neither here nor right. there. 
Okay, so, so uh, seriously, what did you hear out of Alex and uh, his talk about one versus two? Well, how do you not get excited for that? You know, I mean, I, I want to be in the car ride. I want to listen to him and his dad go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I love it. He said, we're going down to the Queen City. We're going down to the 507. Uh, he is jacked up to get back to uh, to. By Mankato. the way, you know, none of the, as, uh, as people who, who listen to this regularly know, I have no idea what the hell he's talking uh, about. Those so. are all names for, for Mankato. I, it's I, in the I, area I, code I, get, I figured that, but I still don't and, have and the any Queen idea City what the heck he's talking about. And, yeah, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be unbelievable. I just can't believe that type of a schedule for them to to go to UMass and then come back and have St. Cloud and then have that icebreaker tournament yeah. that's gonna involve Providence, Michigan, and UMD. Holy cow! Yeah, um, yeah. you talk about uh, confidence in your uh, your system. And here's the thing, Paul. And I don't know if I've told you this or not, but I should have if I hadn't. Um, Mike Hastings, when I first met Mike many, many years ago, he was an assistant coach for a junior college team in Crookston, Minnesota, a town of about, I don't know, 10,000 people. Um, and he was coaching with Scott Oliver, who was right. the head coach at the time. And and they picked up uh, Todd Cannot, who uh, I coached his brother. Uh, and Todd was just a couple of years older before I got there. But I coached his brother on a JV team at a little town called Red Lake Falls, had about uh, – 2,000 people in it, and now they're the two mainstays, Mike Hastings, Todd Cannot at uh, Minnesota State, and you want to talk about building and climbing the ladder? That's climbing the ladder. Well, uh, didn't Crookston eventually become a four-year school? Right. And, no, and I'm now just, I, I want to just check yeah, I believe now they're uh, an ACHA D1 program again. Right. But for a while, they didn't have a program. They went through the cuts and all this and that. But uh, they used to have just a dominating junior college team. And and uh, that was led by Scott Oliver, and uh, whose son played at St. Cloud State and is now a coach on the St. Cloud State bench. So um, a lot of connections there. But uh, it, it's just funny when you see those guys way back in little communities like that, and all of a sudden now they're coaching – uh, the number one team in the country. I'm just not going to have enough screens this weekend is basically what it comes down to. You're not going to have a what? <laughs> not going to have enough screens this weekend. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I want to I wa watch crazy. these games. I wanna, Obviously, I want to watch the ASU games. And, you know, Friday night, ASU is playing football against Stanford. And, um, you know. Don't forget about Colorado College. Well, I'm up getting it. You know, CC <laughs> and, and Air Force and um, – you know, they're and playing Michigan, Michigan, they're playing State, Michigan be, State. Yeah. Well, the, the the obvious advantage there is, you know, uh, that's actually in the Eastern time zone. So it's three hours ahead of everybody else. So I can actually watch because <laughs> like I only that. need one screen for that. Right. Unlike <laughs> CC playing uh, St. Lawrence to open up the building, which I want to see um, officially anyway. <laughs> um, sorry, Frank. Um, <laughs> you, you only know, have one first, don't you remember that? You only yeah, have I know. One well, that, first. But that's why I don't have enough screens. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Uh, it, it's exciting. So, anybody that thinks college hockey at the NCAA level has gone soft or gotten weaker or has disappeared, uh, forget it, folks. This might be the best season of NCAA college hockey in a long time. And and Paul mentioned already that Augustana has not only announced but broken ground on a building. Uh, in Augustana and Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to become another NCAA program. And we hope the Alaskas get 
get healthy. We hope that Robert Morris and Huntsville get healthy. Uh, we hope Lindenwood makes that official announcement so Paul can sleep at night. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, ho- we hope all those things happen so things continue to build because the talent's definitely there. And uh, I'll recap it by saying uh, I went out to see Denver today. Denver uh, definitely has a chip. They are working very, very hard. And uh, ASU Denver is going to be a heck of a series. Uh, Sun Devils better come buckle up and ready to go because I can tell you from the drop of the puck, the Pioneers are going to be ready. Yeah, well, uh, I don't think there's any question about the fact that um, that you know you have uh, Denver's going to have a chip. I've been saying that for a couple of months now, and uh, I don't think that there's any question that that that's going to be something that they carry with them, and you know. And even David Carl said, you know, like you said, no, we expect to be in the Frozen Four, period, end of story. Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh, um, anything less than that it just isn't isn't even uh, in the realm of possibility in their minds. So uh, we'll see that uh, happening. I will be there both Friday and Saturday night. Joe Paisley will be down in Colorado College, in Colorado Springs, I should say, in Colorado College versus St. Lawrence. And I'll be and, in my uh, Frank's territory. Frank Saratori and Dave Toller will be <laughs> Toller will be out in uh, Michigan State for us, so we'll keep track of them. And Paul will be uh, functioning from an eleven-screen basement. No, I don't have eleven <laughs> screens. That's the problem. <laughs> All right, uh, take it away, my friend. College we'll hockey, Southwest Weekly. Yeah, college hockey, Southwest Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios has been brought to you by Behind the Mask and its Three Valley locations, in line or on ice. We are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at BehindTheMask.com. Buy summer skates. Outfit your entire team with personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com and click on the green squad locker tab. M-Drive. Help for your immune system. Building lean muscle mass and making it through the day without the afternoon crash. Go to MDriveForMen.com and see how the high-protein Low-carb start shakes can work for you. Buy Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste and great value. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, world-class education, and a destination city. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, or get the three-time Best of Vegas award-winning barbecue at your next Allegiant Stadium event. By Boost Mobile, you choose, you save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low as $15 a month per line. And by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it, and NCHC.TV has you covered. Go to NCHC.TV and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will say uh, a big thank you to Alex Micheletti for joining us tonight. Of course, uh, he told us about his day job, but his night job is pretty good, too. He's got two podcasts that he works on. Uh, one of them, the new one, MNNCAA, 
uh, is is brand new, covering the six NCAA schools in the state of Minnesota. So we thank Alex for taking some time to come on with us tonight. Um, I will tell everybody to tune in tomorrow night because we've got a great show uh, right here from Denver again as we have the uh, University of Colorado, the Buffaloes head coach, Benny Toller is going to join us. He's going to be sitting right next to me, right here on the couch in my hotel, and we're going to be chatting it up. And uh, Stephen Marsh will be trying to get a word in edgewise, and we'll wish him good luck on that. And so course, will the coach. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we'll also tell you that uh, the WCHL-ITHSW Game of the Week starts this week, and Stephen Marsh will have it all for you as Utah 2-0 travels to take on the uh, UNLV Skating Rebels. So we have Skating Utes and Skating Rebels, and they're both 2-0. and Something's got to give, and Stephen will be there to bring it to us at midnight. It's a midnight game, folks. <laughs> you got to be in Vegas for that. Love that. All right. We'll say, uh, we'll say goodnight with a little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, and uh, we'll ask everybody to tune in again for NCAA College Hockey on College Hockey Southwest Live, our reaction show Sunday night. Paul and I will have a guest from uh, somewhere, uh, one of our teams that uh, had a successful weekend. Good night, everybody. Good night.